0: Stories from Upanishads Retold by Argya Goswami Today, I am going to retell the story of Janashruti and Raikwa which is found in the fourth Prapathaka or the chapter of Chandrogya Upanishad which is part of Samaveda King Janashruti was the great grandson of King Janasruta. He was the ruler of kingdom of Mahaswara. He was a good king, just pious, knowledgeable, known for huge charities and cooked food in large quantities. He built free of cost rest houses and eateries everywhere throughout his kingdom so that he could feed the travellers and other people. He believed that he was the greatest patron and there was no one else like him. His generosity was on the lips of each individual of his kingdom. He measured his merits by the amounts of gifts and money he distributed and donated. He often felt very proud of the offerings he had made and thought that was the best way to accumulate religious merits and get peace of mind. One night, Janasruti lay on the upper story of his palace and was looking at the star-filled night. He saw a pair of white swans flying past and conversing with each other. One of the swans said, Don't you see the bright band of lights from king's palace? You must be careful by flying over the flaming lights of king's fame. You may get burnt. So beware, my friend. You must know that today there is no one as famous as he for his abundant wealth and charities. The other swan laughed and said, Why do you threaten me, my friend? We are wanderers of the skies and know more than the world and others. Is this king's merit more than that of Raikwa the cart-puller? The first swan was taken aback and said, Who is this Raikwa? Is he greater than King Janasruti?" The second swan smiled and continued, The king is great, but he's mad after his name and fame. This drive him to action and donates generously with all his charities and donations. He still is restless and always thinking of his name and fame. He just runs after his praise. But the cart-puller Raikwa? He can draw and attract all merits towards him. Just like a lake draws water from the nearby slopes. He is at peace with himself and he is not worried about tomorrow. The king overheard the flying swans as they flew out of his sight and the night engulfed the horizon. The kingdom fell deep asleep. However, king was restless. He wanted to know who was Raikwa. Why did the swans think that he was greater than him? He was determined to find this man at any cost as he understood He was at peace with himself and with the world. Gradually, the king was too engulfed in his sleep. At dawn, the bards began to sing the songs in king's praise. As the king rose and opened his eyes, he realized that there were people in his kingdom who were greater than him. He rushed to the bards and stopped them from singing any other song. He told them that there was another man who was greater than him. He ordered them to scan his entire kingdom for Raikwa the cart-puller and find him at any cost. The servants and the bards searched the length and breadth of the kingdom and with great difficulty they finally found Raikwa. The cart-puller, scratching an itch under the shade of the cart. They approached him and asked, Sir, are you Raikwa the cart-puller? Startled Raikwa got up and said nervously, Yes, indeed I am. The bards and the servants thought maybe the king has lost his mind. How can this poor cart-puller be greater than the generous and charitable king? However, they left for the king to inform him about Raikwa's whereabout. The king had a sigh of relief on getting the news that his servants and bards have located Raikwa. So he immediately set out for Raikwa with well-fed 600 milch cows with calves, a gold necklace and a chariot drawn by a she-mule. Raikwa was scared to see the king at his doorstep. He was not able to understand what he has done, so the king himself has come to visit him. As soon as the king reached the cart-puller's cottage, he told him, Raikwa, O divine soul, here are six hundred best-fed milch cows, a gold necklace, a she-mule driven chariot. Please accept them and teach me the divinity and the spiritual knowledge which keeps you calm and happy. Raikwa was taken aback. He politely told the king, O great king, please don't waste your wealth on me. I don't need all these. All these cannot buy the spiritual knowledge. The knowledge of self cannot be bought. These things don't mean anything to me. Please take them back. Disappointed, King failed in his mission to understand the divinity from the cart-puller went back to his palace. He heard more stories of Raikwa from the bards and how people with sore hearts meet him and came back consoled and calmed. King was more eager to know about the divinity and spiritualism of the cart-puller. He really wanted his knowledge at any cost. He got more and more adamant. So hell-bound and obstinate, the king came back to Raikwa with 1,000 best-bred cows, a gold necklace and a she-mule driven chariot and his daughter. He pleaded Raikwa to accept these gifts and his daughter as his wife. King with folded hands, again pleaded to teach him the divinity and the spiritual knowledge. Raikwa said, he was not moved by any of these gifts which king has brought. Rather, he was moved by the perseverance of the king to know the higher existence of life and his sincerity to learn from whoever can give him knowledge. Raikwa thought, one who has these two virtues is suited to be a perfect disciple. So he agreed to impart divine knowledge to the King. He said, O King, in this creation there are many elements which we worship at Gods. The Vayu or the wind blows away everything in its way. The Agni or the fire burns out anything which comes in its contact. The wind can blow out the fire When the water dries, its vapors go up into the sky, so truly wind gets everything is divine. The breath or prana is also worshipped as gods by many. There is a vital breath which activates a living being and all these are moved by the spirit within. This spirit is not created by anyone as it exits itself. It creates and sustains creation. This entire creation is a complex process carrying out its work at the behest of the spirit. The spirit eats nothing, doesn't need anything. It is self-supporting and self-satisfied. He continued. O Great King, please don't have pride or vanity for the charities you have made. Please go back and continue dispensing charities generously without any pride. Donate them without any arrogance or thinking of outcomes such as fame or greatness. Give, but not as something that is yours, but something that is given to you by the Spirit for giving to others. One who discovers this simple truth becomes calm. He needs nothing and he is an enjoyer of things. The king was very satisfied these words of wisdom from Raikwa. He felt calmness and tranquillity from within. He was very happy that he has ultimately understood the secret of happiness in dispensing charity and the answer that he was pining for so long. Before departing, the king gave the thousand milch cattle, a gold necklace, a she-mule driven chariot, And also he married Raikwa with his own daughter, named the village Raikwaparna. So that was another interesting story from Chandrogya Upanishad, in which we learned about how a poor cart-puller named Raikwa taught a great king Janasruti about the divine spirit and joy of giving generously without thinking of any outcome or fame. In fact, in today's world, we all work in offices, earn well, have our own houses, spouses, children, parents and many more responsibilities to look after. But how many of us are really content and happy with life? Maybe we all are Janusrutis of today's world trying to prove in everything as a husband or wife, as a father or mother, as a son or daughter or as an employee how long we will be in this rat race why can't we be all like raikwa that's something to ponder as i have been doing a customary practice in my podcast series i'll ask you three questions and also refer the names of those lucky ones who has provided me with the all correct answers in in a future episode. So, the first question. What was King Janasruti proud of? Second question. Whom did the swan think to be greater than the king? The last one. What did the king gave to Raikwa finally in return? So please email me your responses. My email is arghirthinks at gmail.com That is A-R-G-H-Y-A-T-H-I-N-K-S at gmail.com I would really love to have your responses soon. I'll meet you again in my next episode with another enlightening story from Upanishad. Please take care and be safe. Until then,